3: Good morning, golfers. Your tea
4: time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Kozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Medus.
5: Seven o'clock here on a Saturday morning. It's Mother's Day weekend, and unfortunately, it's a little wet start to the Mother's Day weekend. As we welcome you inside Tee to Green, Brian Kozio here with you. You heard the intro, PGA Pro Jeff Medus. Well, he's got the weekend off. He's doing a very important duty. He's playing dad at his daughter's graduation. So uh, we uh, congratulate the Midas family on an exciting weekend there. So Jeff is there. Kevin Sylvester will be joining us a little bit later in the show. Uh, He's working for PGA Tour Radio. He is at Sawgrass for the Players' Championship. Kevin will join us uh, in about 45 minutes or so from now. Uh, Today we are in Hamburg and at beautiful Briarwood Country Club. And filling in for Jeff is PGA Pro Tim Freeze from Glen Oak. Hi, Tim.
2: Hi, Brian. The, uh, Silver Fox is not here with us this morning. He's, no. He's uh, enjoying a great time with his daughter. So,
5: But uh, we're looking forward to having you here. Always uh, thank you, a good friend of the show. For those that have listened regularly in the past, we know that Tim uh, makes a, a celebrity appearance now and then, so thank you, Tim.
2: We're not going to go that far, but thanks,
5: Brian. That's right. And uh, we've got, obviously, a lot to get to here over the course of the hour. We mentioned the Players' Championship. We'll uh, give you what some. We'll talk about some of the storylines that are going on there this week. Uh, Also, of course, our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, we're going to talk a little bit about a pre-shot routine, what you should be doing, maybe what you should not be doing, and uh, I'll throw in my two cents already, maybe what you (laughs) should be doing to make it go a little faster, too, as well here uh, over the course of the next hour. Uh, Ron Zambito, the membership director, is going to join us here uh, in about a half hour. If you've heard good things about Briarwood, maybe you've played it in the past and have thought, you know what, maybe I'd I'd like to hear a little bit more about the course and membership opportunities, Ron will join us at 7.30. But with us, one of the golf pros here from Briarwood to start the show, Kathy O'Connor is with us. Kathy, good morning. How are you? We're great. Let me uh, get you potted up a little more here, get you a higher level. There we go. You can say again, say good morning, Kathy. Good morning. There you are. are. Now you can hear yourself. That's my fault. The engineering skills here, a little (laughs) slow on the uptake. You do pretty good, Brian. Kathy, thanks for having us here this morning. Uh, it's uh, we had some good discussions before we got on the air. Looking forward to uh, having some more with you here over the course of the next twenty minutes or so. Uh, the course is looking here at Briarwood very green. The rain, obviously, today is going to help a little bit more with that, but it feels like now uh, that those lush green conditions that we all dream about during the Buffalo winters here are finally back.
0: I've been staring at them all week. The, the course is in excellent shape. I played uh, earlier this week and. It uh, is in midseason form Absolutely. and very green.
5: Yeah. This course is, is so fun to play. Um, you heard in our open, of course, uh, our home clubs is uh, our uh, Fox Valley, Tantara and Briarwood, and we're here at one of our home clubs here today. is uh, It's the Big Group is what we call it, and they're a big part of our show and a big reason why we're able to be on the air here. So uh, we appreciate their support, these three courses, and uh, I play out of Tantara which – gives me the also the opportunity as you've heard maybe and uh, you will hear a little bit later uh, when Ron comes on to join us but I get the opportunity to play here as well and have access to playing briar and this is such a fun place to play Tim I know you've you're familiar with this place as well this is this is uh, I think one of western new york's best tracks it's it's got uh, some great unique holes um the, the variety in terms of what you get with some water, with distances, some dog legs. Like, I think its it, it's got the perfect blend here.
2: Well, you know, back in the day, Bethlehem Management, when they started this, this golf course is really good, and that's what attracted the tour. And back in the Ben Hogan Nike Tour days, uh, this was quite a challenge for players. So, and just like Peak and Peak that we have, uh, you know, later this summer, uh, one of the more challenging or lowest scoring, I should say highest scoring, courses that they played, and it was quite a challenge as the the winds come off the lakes, And you play some of these holes out here. It was a challenge. I remember uh, struggling quite a bit. I didn't make the cut when I got to play here. Uh, And even working here the entire summer and knowing the holes, knowing flag positions, it was still difficult when the tour comes in and and squeezes in the fairways a little bit and the rough goes up a little bit, the greens get firmer. So this is quite a challenging track
0: in Buffalo, one of the biggest challenging tracks from the back tees.
5: Kathy, what do you you find you like here about this course?
0: There's a lot of... uh like tim was saying there's a lot of nuances to this that it takes some time to get to know about this golf course you've got the lake a lot of these greens you know they're going to run towards the lake you got to keep your eye on where the lake is at all times the wind blows hard here it there's no such thing as a breeze at briarwood <laughs> um so and it seems like uh for most of the holes it's in your face so um or blowing it sideways so you really have to get to know this course as a as a local player. Where is a professional coming out here, and uh, the greens have some interesting nuances to them.
5: Golf Pro Kathy O'Connor is with us here from Briarwood, along with Tim Fries. I'm Brian Colziel. We're live at Briarwood Country Club here in Hamburg. Thanks for being with us here on Tee to Green as we're live on WGR Sports Radio 550. Well, you mentioned the breeze coming off the lake. There are some holes where you actually get to see the lake. I think that's, uh, that's one of the cool spots As you get some of your early holes on the front nine, and uh, as you get up near one of the greens and the tee boxes, you're able to see it, which... I think always adds to the experience when you get some great views no matter where you're at playing whether it's a you know a change in elevation or water or just or even sometimes even some of the views you might get of of the off course things that uh, i think that's part of why we all love golf is some of the the views that it gives you
0: yeah here um i noticed especially when the leaves weren't growing in that you could see the windmills all the time down at the lake and you could see some of the uh buildings in downtown buffalo at certain places Number five and number six are pretty much the highest points out there, and you can see right down uh, to the lake uh, through the houses that are now built there. But um, my understanding is one of the reasons is it's built up here on the hill is when the Bethlehem uh, executives built the course, they wanted to be able to see the smokestacks down um, oh, along man. the waterfront of their factory. So <laughs> nobody's been able to prove that or, or uh, verify that for me, but I've heard that's, that that's one of the uh, reasons it was built up here on top of the hill.
2: I'll buy that rumor when I put in a summer here,
0: uh, <laughs> in the late 80s, 90s. Yeah, we heard those rumors. I mean, it's
2: such a facility here with bowling alleys. It was. It's kind of a complete package uh, here with the pool and so many great things to do. And I know you have so many outings here at, at Briarwood, too, some of the big ones. uh uh a lot of celebrities had come down here and of course the children's hospital was was done here for a long time fuzzy zeller would come to town so it's got quite a history of events too yeah
5: and the attachment that arnold palmer of Mm. being here and i remember kevin sylvester who as i said is gonna he's at the players he'll join us later um he has shown me a picture of him when palmer was here interviewing him and i know last year when arnold palmer passed we On the show, of course, we talked about it, but Kevin said he'll never forget having that interaction with Arnold Palmer here um, at Briarwood when he came. And, uh, you know, everybody that's involved with golf, you have a memory, or maybe luckily you have an interaction with Palmer. But Kevin said that, uh, you know, at the time, he a super young, nervous person here, a reporter coming to talk to the king. And uh, he said he he treated him like he was the king, which is probably what many people have said about Arnold Palmer. so
2: many tour players that come here. You know, over the years, to Briarwood, more than any other facility we have in Buffalo to play in the tournament, then a children's hospital, which still goes on today. I think this year it'll be at uh, Craigburn. Um, but it was, it was great to have, him. Mean, my interaction with Palmer, my gosh down in Florida, and I was uh, working bags um, as a bellman, in Ohio, and went to ride a, uh, an elevator with him and took his bags up to his room. There couldn't be a cooler guy. In golf that's that's our guy and he goes yeah i'm coming up to buffalo again we're gonna see you nice it doesn't matter how you play people just want to come out to see you. and he goes oh i love to see the folks
5: having that attachment to palmer with this course that's some people will identify that with that's that's obviously something that you can't uh just build. Like, that's that's obviously something I'm sure that uh, helps along the way. People will remember that when Palmer was here.
0: Certainly doesn't hurt us. No, <laughs> to, absolutely. <laughs> to have the, the, a legend like Arnold Palmer attached to this golf course.
5: Absolutely. 7.08, the time here on T to Green. On WGR, Brian Colziel along with uh, PGA Pro Tim Freeze from Glen Oak, filling in this week for Jeff Miedis. Jeff is uh, enjoying his daughter's graduation, so Jeff, again, congratulations. And Briarwood Golf Pro Kathy O'Connor is with us here. We'll talk to the membership director, Ron Zambito, coming up at 7.30, and Kevin at the Players' Championship at 7.45. Well, it is Mother's Day weekend, and I would be remiss if we didn't wish all the moms out there. Uh, Happy Mother's Day. We hope that uh, you get to do something great this weekend with whoever you want to enjoy your time with, and if you're a mom and you love golf, well, maybe hopefully you get a little bit of that in too. Moms are a special part of what makes golf special too. Uh, Anytime too you see uh, a youngster enjoy the game or a pro maybe break through for something big or anybody along the way, a lot of times they're first to thank mom or the parents along the way. We know regardless of whether golf's your sport or maybe another sport is your sport. If you're If you're listening to WGR, you're a fan of sport, and usually... Mom has a big piece of making that possible.
2: And we'll see it again tomorrow at the Players' Championship, I'm sure. Remember when Ricky was thanking his mom? And there's yeah. emotion. There's tears. when, when those, They all the, wear pink tomorrow. The, yeah, yeah. It's it's such a neat thing to, to see these uh, grown men playing a professional sport, and, and they'll break down talking about their moms and how special their moms were in their careers and in any sport, really. Tomorrow's going to be a special day on TV, no matter what you're watching or, or where you are. And I know, Brian, you're going to be spending the day with your mom and family Um, and and I will be doing the same thing. It's just it's such a a neat day. Golf courses they could be busy, but most likely they're not. And if Mom wants to come out and play and enjoy, you betcha! What a nice smile that brings to the family. You want to golf with us? All right.
5: I know my mother was a saint, putting up with a family that had two boys, and I would, you know, she she would say essentially three boys with my father. The three of us were uh, sports obsessed growing up, and. She probably spent many days that she probably, looking back at it, we, we, uh, you know, I don't know if uh, forced the television in, in our direction or <laughs> she had to come watch our Little League games or, uh, you know, our high school sporting events or whatever. But uh, she was always there and was very supportive. And uh, so happy Mother's Day to all, all the mothers out there. and
2: uh, Well, all our sports fans out there. That's if, right. If mom wants to do something different than watch sports on TV. Maybe you better tomorrow just tape something. Yeah,
0: tomorrow's the day to let mom have the remote, I think.
5: (laughs) That's right. Let her have the remote. And maybe she'll turn on the Players' Championship (laughs) for you later on. That's right. That's right. Uh, Okay, a couple things from the Players' Championship I wanted to get your thoughts on. Um, There's been some really good action. Yet, amazingly enough, uh, one of the big storylines coming into the week was what Phil Mickelson was wearing. He wore the long-sleeve button-down shirt, and I'm watching Golf Channel's coverage, and they've got essentially 24 hours of it yet whether Phil was making the right decision wearing a long sleeve button-down shirt he had done it in a practice round at the Masters and that caused a little scene but he wore it for his first rounds here with Tiger and Ricky and um the players have had the, the players when asked about it, the other players have asked about it have had a gentle ribbing about it but Phil didn't play that well he missed the cut and he also talked about other things with Tiger, which we'll get to in a second. But right, uh, yeah, how about, about a, that look, Tim? How
2: about you know the, you're the PR guy for PR person for this particular shirt company? Yeah, so yeah. if it goes well, wow, you might have a windfall. If That's it doesn't right. go so well, maybe it doesn't work out for you. What a what a gamble they have to do. But Phil just did not. he's he's he alluded to something there. Playing in the late afternoon, his focus you can't blame it on the shirt. He mentioned something else there uh yeah. about losing but tomorrow I'll be fine. He kind of knew that as I go yeah. into the late afternoon and everything I've got going on has nothing to do with it. Apparently the shirt is very comfortable. Um now here it is 80 degrees down there. Uh it it's not a regular button-down shirt you're going to wear to a you're going to wear to a wedding. It's kind of a very techy, very cool shirt wicking, wicking it. I don't I'm not going to wear it just yet.
5: Yeah. No. Kathy, we mentioned well before we went on air here too about just one of the fun things is picking out your outfit for golf. Fully uh, stocked pro shop in here. I'm already eyeing. I'm like, you know what? That that blue briarwood hat with that blue shirt looks pretty <laughs> nice. But that's that's a fun piece of golf here too. What do you think of Mickelson's look?
0: Actually, um, I thought it was more maybe for sun protection. He was looking maybe for a little addition additional mm-hmm. uh, coverage. Um, I couldn't understand how he could button the cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And swing freely. I think I would have to roll them up a little maybe and. Um, but also, it's maybe a little cooler because it's buttoned all the way down. It's not all the way sewn through there, so um, I thought he looked good. There you go.
5: Yeah, it's uh, it, it definitely has it. It stands out. There's no doubt about it. I've seen a few times before where we've seen guys have buttoned down, but then it would be still short sleeve. But to have it be long sleeve, and and Mickelson has his uh, his now patented jump in the air logo. You yes. know, his shot from when he won the Masters. That, that's on his on the cuffs. Now, so there's a little Mickelson branding going on there, well as as well.
2: Kathy, you bring up a wonderful point, though. You know, when you wear something long sleeve in this day and age, we're not the the old days of throwing a little uh, baby oil on and going out. That is not the case, and we've right. seen it in golf, unfortunately, and, and many of my. Uh, Uh, sisters and brothers in the golf business, they uh, were were much more sunscreened up, let's say. So, you know, him wearing a long-sleeve shirt, more people should probably consider that, even if it is a nice day and uh, an SPF factor on a golf shirt. Many of them now are coming with 30 or 40, and that's a really good thing. You can get, unfortunately, uh, some sun damage through your shirt. Um I actually wear an undershirt when I play and when I when I go to the shop underneath a golf shirt, um, just again, it's an added level of uh, protection. so that's a great point. very good.
0: yeah, I noticed down when I was working in Florida at a golf school, I was out in the sun, you know nine to three and I would notice that um, I would have tan lines through my shirt. It actually penetrated my shirt. Yeah, so I right. think the the fabrics that they're coming out with now are great. and I think I, I think that might be a factor with with Phil.
5: yeah. We're here at Briarwood Country Club, one of our home clubs, on Tee to Green. Brian Colziel, Tim Freeze, Kathy O'Connor here amongst our round table here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Thanks for being with us. A little rainy, but I would still say uh, you can play in it. This isn't uh, heavy downpour rain.
2: We were talking earlier, too, about... Uh... You know preparation, and, and we'll talk a little bit about routine. But uh, I remember my summer here working for uh, a wonderful golf professional in the area, uh, Mark Kirk, and we went out one day. It was a day like this, blowing just like Kathy set off the lake, and it's 40-something blowing sideways, 30 miles an hour. And I was taught a lesson that day of, of how to play, how to be a mutter, how to prepare to be a mutter. Um, you know, keeping your grips dry and all that. Um, you know, Briarville was a challenge, but that day was even more of a challenge, and I watched Mark play in this stuff, and he actually enjoyed it. He just had a wonderful round. I think he went around in 67, and it was amazing. I, I don't think he made a bogey. He just was really patient through the weather, and we've talked about that on previous shows, uh, you know, how to prepare and how to play in this kind of thing. But you have to uh, embrace it in a sense, and, and feel good about playing out there. It is an outdoor game. You gear up and you put your proper shoes on and a good hat on, an umbrella, and be patient. Uh, it's an outdoor game.
0: It, it probably taught you a great lesson, Tim. You've been a great player around here for years and years and years, and I'm sure not every tournament you played in was bright and sunny.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. It's, uh, nope, anyone can play when it's 85 and sunny. That's, That's right, it. a no-win. Yeah,
5: I was very hesitant to, uh, when I'm playing on a day like this, to just not wear the normal glove. But a, a, f- a couple of friends of mine that if, you know, you get the the, uh, the all-weather gloves, and both of them. And I was like, ah, two gloves, like it doesn't feel right. But I always tried it on when it – I always tried them on when it was dry. I'm like, you know what, I'll just – I'll wear – I'll have two or three gloves, the regular ones, and just, you know, rotate them through. But, you know, I would definitely admit sometimes you feel like, huh, do I have the grip that I feel like I want here? No, not necessarily. And then I got them, and I have worn them now a few times, and
2: I was like, wow, these work? I'd go one of two ways. I'd either go with the gloves that you're talking about, you get them wet, or I'd go completely the opposite way, uh, which I've done. I adopted that years ago. Instead of fighting with a leather glove, which I love to wear, um, I go no glove, and I keep I usually have new grips that I'll throw on at the beginning of the season, probably change in mid-season. If the grips are dry, uh, I'll just go barehanded. Uh, you see Freddie Couples doing his whole career. you see some yeah. of the tour players now doing it. When you practice, you just don't need that rubbing. But when it's outside, instead of fighting it, you, you dry off your grip, put your hands on it, swing away, dry off your grip, put it back in the bag. Or you go with the wet gloves, which I think are awesome, um, even on a cooler day. I think it's really good. Your hands really don't get cold. Uh, that's that's the way to go. you got to wear them both. either wear them both. Sometimes that leather glove off and on, you go through a whole bunch of them. You see them stuck on golf carts, and, and people try, and they, they wrestle with it. And that's part of the patience thing, too. You might get impatient, and you might rip them. Um, leather's good when it's nice and dry, but sometimes in the wet, maybe you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't wear a glove at all. There you uh, go. I, I, even I, when I it's dry, you don't wear it? Even
0: when it's dry. Yeah. yeah, I've never worn a glove but. Never, just never felt right for me. Yeah. So I was a little reluctant in the rain to put two gloves on, yeah. let alone one glove on. Um, uh, and I'm an interlocking grip person, too. So that added fabric in between your fingers, right. gave you a whole new feel. Um, but they do work. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. work. I mean, I, you can hold on, for
5: I, sure. I, I was surprised, but now I'm not hesitant anymore. I like Good. it. Uh, before we get to our tip of the week, we're going to talk about pre-shot routine here in just one moment with Kathy and Tim. Uh, on Tee to Green, we're live here at Briarwood Country Club in Hamburg. One more thing on Mickelson, he spoke. Obviously, he was asked about his shirt, but this week he also—I uh, don't know if "run his mouth" is the right phrase—but he talked quite a bit about the excitement of being paired with Tiger this week. He was—they were with amazing when Ricky Fowler takes uh, a third, the third seat. That shows what a, an interesting pairing that was with Tiger, Phil, and Ricky. And he's R- Fowler's the quiet one this week. He, you know, normally he's drawing huge crowds. He's so popular, right. but he was kind of third in line this week, and he said, he's like, I just have the best seat for the show. He goes, I'm going to be getting to walk in the ropes. He goes, I'm just going to take it in and watch the fans interact with these guys, but uh, Mickelson had said he's all for playing a high-stakes match with Tiger and that he would do it as even a like a, a special event, you know, one-on-one or with partners or things like that. Uh, where they would have money involved and everything, and i was I was listening to uh Golf Channel Roundtable, as you know we 're doing here, just discussing it, and they were saying how that you know people play golf. this is one of the things they like to play about golf is no matter what your level or when you 're playing with here that maybe oh we 're going to have a little match of some capacity on there, and we know Phil and Tiger have gotten closer in terms of their relationship now it 's friendlier, but uh i 'm sure they still love to beat each other and to have some sort of event like that, that might be cool. And, you know, and Phil then even later on had said, yes, we could do it something for high stakes money and then have a charity tie in. And uh, I think that might be something that would draw the eyeballs. You do it at night maybe on a course that's lit or something. Remember I remember they could,
2: used to do that. It was out in the desert under the lights, uh, yep. you know, with with the advent of Top Golf right now, with the advent of the Sixes on yeah. the European Tour. Did they do that with did. Tiger
5: and Annika Sormstan maybe? I think David
2: Duvall was, was part of that. Remember yeah. they. they That's pay for TV, in a sense. Uh, I would watch something like that. So if people knew that, okay, this is money coming out of these guys' pockets, and it's going toward a charity, and it's a primetime deal, it's a nine-hole, and it's a carryover, I think people watch that stuff. I mean, Golf Channel can do it.
0: It would be great. It's kind of a throwback, too. I mean, throughout history. Shell Wonderful World of Golf. Exactly. The oh, Shell the Wonderful skins World of go- Golf. Skins yeah. The old games. Skins game. Uh, Saracen and Player and all those guys used to just travel around and give exhibitions and, right. and things like that to just uh, get the word out. When you play with somebody else's money,
2: it's one thing. And, and it was Lee <laughs> Trevino saying, you know, if right. it's coming out of my pocket, that becomes a hard putt, the uh, five-footer downhill That's slider. It. So if they're playing for their own money, in a sense, or their own, you know, they're make, they can make money for their charity, maybe they'll feel a little but rather than playing for somebody else's, I think that would be kind of a neat event.
5: Absolutely. 721 here on TD Green. Uh, before we let Kathy go, let's uh, get our Western York PGA tip of the week. And it is brought to you by the Western York PGA. The Western York PGA has one goal promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond, which includes. Doing it for youngsters. So don't let me forget to talk about the junior league, Tim, That's right. before we go here today.
2: Your son was a star last week.
5: It was, oh, it was so cool. So I just I can't talk enough how cool that event <laughs> was. So I uh, I definitely want to, to bring that up. Um, okay, our tip of the week here Kathy O'Connor from Briarwood, Tim Freeze of course, as well. They're both going to give us uh, their expertise on a pre shot routine and uh, the do's and don'ts. Kathy, let's start with you. What do you think uh, are some of the important pieces of that?
0: Well, I think especially. Um People just getting back out on the golf course after a, a long winter or even people coming back from Florida, different conditions, different temperatures, different grass. So uh, having a pre-shot routine and putting a destination or that target in your mind, um, it, this, this came to me just uh, because I was giving a, a playing lesson the other day. And uh, the woman says to me, I go, okay, so what do you do here on the first team? She goes, I always go in that bunker. <laughs> Every single time I tee it up here, I go in this bunker.
5: So, so she's don't. thinking about that then. Exactly. That's <laughs> what's irritating. in her mind.
0: I go, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy at yeah. that point. I go, okay, so um, now I want you to say out loud something besides bunker. <laughs> so say, okay, 150 marker. She ended up in the bunker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or near the bunker. So we worked with that the whole way around. But uh, generally when I'm uh, teaching a pre-shot routine, I tell them they have to have three things before they go. And it, you got to have gas. You have to have a grip, you have to aim it, and you have to take a stance. G-A-S gas. Um, that helps uh, people re- remember what order things are supposed to go in. What we see probably as professionals with a lot of beginners, a lot of amateurs, is they take the stance, then they aim their club, then they take their grip. And they never, you, you can't get yourself aligned to a target that way. So just remember gas. Before you swing, helps you get into a better posture, puts the target in mind, and puts you in a better state of mind to swing the club.
2: Yeah, I think the example even yesterday is uh, Webb Simpson as he was going around his, his wonderful round yesterday. His his pre-shot routine really never changed, and in fact his putting routine is is amazing. How fast he gets it done. He he takes one look and he pulls the trigger. That's his routine. If anything disrupts that, he backs off. Um, I practice my my pre-shot routine probably harder than my my swing on a range. I literally practice every shot on the range. It takes me 11 and a half seconds to hit a driver. Now, whether that's on the practice tee or it's on the golf course, I practice that routine, so when I go to a, a bigger event, it becomes just an autopilot, an auto sequence that I that I don't even think about. Most people, I did an experiment last year with students, 10 students. I asked them about their pre-shot routine on the practice tee, and then I watched them when they went off the first tee or when, they, when I played with them. Not even close. So when I debriefed them after and I showed them a little video on my phone, they said, oh, my gosh, I didn't do that. Right. Let's practice your routine on the practice tee. Get it down. Take a look. Take a practice swing. Set your stance. Take your grip. And then let it go. But do it the same way. And I've got my driver down. It's 11 and a half seconds. If something disrupts that, I have to back off. That's just the deal. But I get it done quick.
0: Yeah, that um, triggers, you know, that routine when you do lose your mind out there. When things, the wheels are falling off or you're excited because you're playing great, especially at a competitive level, whether it's a tour or your club championship. Yeah. That pre-shot routine triggers something inside that brings a calming effect that says, okay, I know what I'm doing. This is going but, through but something back familiar. back in the day, Brian,
2: and Kathy brings it up, it, it, back in the day it was uh, videotaping, and I videotaped the Masters when when Faldo beat uh uh, Norman. Norman Norman had shot 63 uh, during the week, and here he is. He's leading by six. Anyway, Norman's routine, I went back and taped for Thursday, Friday, and sure enough, his his routine took about 20 seconds um, during Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Well, on Sunday, it took 43 seconds on an average, and he imploded. Something was different. Everybody said something was different, but his routine, I went back to that, and that changed because he was thinking about it. You can't do that. Golf's got to be reactionary. Give me the ball in basketball and shoot it. You don't think about it.
5: Yeah, no, I've, I've taken that too and I'm coaching my high school boys for tennis too before I tell them what their serves. I said have a, a pre-serve routine and do it the same every time. I don't want you to think about the fact that it's set point while you're getting ready to serve because that might change your routine. I want you to think about, you know, like for me, I bounce the ball three times and then I bring my racket up ready to go. And I'm, I'm in my head, no matter what the score, the situation, or how much, quote, pressure is on me, I'm thinking about bounce one, bounce two, bounce three, racket up. So, like, that's in my head, and I try to get my boys that, too, to think, okay, oh, my God, I just double faulted last point. Like, I I don't want to have to think about that. Like, I want them to think about whatever their routine is, and that hopefully maybe takes a little bit edge off of maybe some what could be nerve-wracking situations. Or, like you said... Am I playing well or am I not playing well? Well, hopefully, maybe you're not thinking about either of those. You're just thinking about that routine.
0: Right. It's that trigger, the mental trigger that the routine yeah. gives you. It's sort of that almost relaxation uh, in the familiarity for your subconscious to sort of, all right, I got this. I know what's going it, on. It's
2: great to do it with kids and your students. I do it every time. But the kids, you say, okay, come up with a routine. and Each, each one s- comes up with a different routine. It's so fun to watch. Yeah.
5: We see it with... With outstanding basketball players, they'll mm. do the same thing on the free throw line before their free throw. We see it with great players in baseball. They Absolutely. they get into the batter's box. They'll do the same whatever their little adjustment is or their stance. What right the gloves? The gloves, the claps, the that. tapping of the shoes. Yeah. The
2: what does LeBron do before every game with the pod? That's with his routine. The, yeah, he comes he can't over miss and sets that routine. Sl-
0: right. That's Tiger all. Tiger tugs his shirt up a little right yeah, before he right walks before into he the goes. ball.
2: You're that's, right. That's what a waggle is too. It's a setup. But if you're used to taking three waggles, not two or one or seven. That's what happens when people get out of the routine. Um, just practice that later today, tomorrow. Not tomorrow. It's Mother's Day. <laughs> Maybe during the week.
5: That's right. Great stuff from Kathy and Tim here on our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. If you want more information about what the Western New York PGA does, check them out online, And Like I said, I'll, I'll talk about the uh, the Junior League here in just a few minutes. Kathy, uh, we've got to go at 727. That was fun. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks appreciate for
0: having it. us, guys. Thank you, Great to have you here. Yeah. Awesome.
5: More from Briarwood coming up here as the membership director, Ron Zambito, is going to join us live here next as T to Green rolls on. Kevin Sylvester at the Players in about 20 minutes. We appreciate you being with us here. It's Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. With PJ Pro Tim Fries, I'm Brian Colziel. Back with more here in Hamburg at Briarwood on WGR.
1: You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, the Western New York PGA, Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantera, and Briarwood. Stay tuned. More Tee to Green coming up. The new ownership group of
6: Briarwood in Hamburg, Fox Valley in Lancaster, and Tanterra in North Tonawanda is proud to present the only private club membership in Buffalo that offers member access and benefits to three privately owned clubs all within 30 minutes of each other. The prestigious Briarwood Country Club, 15 minutes from downtown Buffalo, offers membership programs catering not only to the avid and casual golfer, but also the non-golfer looking for the private club privileges including the nostalgic Briarwood Grill Room and Briarwood's famous 12-lane bowling alley. The Fox Valley Country Club you may have known and visited previously is a thing of the past. The new Fox Valley has a fresh new vibe and feel that has their members excited for the golf season. At Fox, they are pushing the boundaries and setting the bar for what the private membership experience should be. The team at Tanterra is eager to kick off 2018. With new management, Tanterra is determined to provide their members with not only great golf, but also fun, interactive activities and events throughout the year. Contact Ron Sambito at Briarwood, Marie McConnell at Fox, or Don Schneider at Tanterra today to find out more about Buffalo's only private club triple play membership.
4: Innovation begins at a single point. Elements, each with their unique character. fire forged Steel creates unprecedented control. Chemistry delivers a touch so soft, combined to create a level of performance previously unimagined. Like magic, the Elixir. The new Tour Ball from Encore.
0: Your body's not invincible. Caring for your mom is an acute reminder of this. I'm Susan Banks, and at Absolute Care, we believe mom can return home if she has it in her. And if it's there, we're going to find it. Our rehab care is designed to get mom healthy and send her home safely, where she'll receive complimentary hot lunches for a month. There is always...
5: Niagara Falls Country Club in Lewiston is getting set to host the 60th annual Porter Cup this summer on Wednesday, July 18th through Saturday, July 21st. The tournament has been host to golf greats like Ben Crenshaw, Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Brooks Kepka, and Dustin Johnson. If your USGA handicap is three or less, you can participate in the Porter Cup qualifier on Monday, June 25th at Niagara Falls Country Club. For more information and to register, visit portercup.com Com. And if you want more information on Niagara Falls Country Club, head to NiagaraFallsCC.com.
1: Time for our PGA Tour Champions Report, brought to you by Absolute Care, affordable adult-assisted living.
5: 731, welcome back to Briarwood Country Club here in Hamburg. It is time for our Champions Tour Report. It's brought to you by Absolute Care. And there's no official... Champions Tour event this week because the Players' Championship's going on, but there is some nice players that uh, are participating this week that normally play Champions Tour events, and I'm going to go to Steve Stricker. He's tied for 8th, 67-69, as uh, he's involved in the Players' Championship. We'll talk more about the Players' Championship coming up in about 15 minutes with Kevin Sylvester, but Stricker, who's now playing a more regular schedule on the Champions Tour, Tim... Um, is having an outstanding day, and uh, Webb Simpson has been very complimentary of how smooth the greens are, that he and his caddy, his caddy by the way, his home course is there at the player, so that you, no surprise that Webb is playing well, he's the leader, he's got a five shot lead, Simpson does, but also no surprise that when the greens are perfect, Webb's comment that I loved, he said, between him and his caddy, he's like, if we feel we have the right read, he goes, I think we're going to make every putt this week, because he said the greens are so perfect. And that probably should not be a surprise then as to why Stricker no is in 8th place because we know he's one of the best putters in the world.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the, the age of 50 is kind of a soft yeah. deadline. I mean, it doesn't really – look at how many players are in great shape that are continuing into their – Bernard Langer being one of them. Yep. That still stays competitive at Augusta. But there's, again, the greens. So it's, it is interesting, too, as some players struggle on these greens where they are. When I got to play the one time down there, it was awesome. The greens were really good. They – You don't want to say unlimited resources, but a a person like Stricker in his unique putting style with that heel up in the air, um, he just has such confidence in all the match plays he's done. And here's a a, a man uh, that's been playing his whole life, but when the greens are like this, Webb Simpson's right. And here's Webb Simpson who struggles on the putting greens a little bit, and he's doing better this week. Yeah.
5: Ron Zambito, the membership director at Briarwood, going to join us here in just one moment. But before we bring Ron in, I just wanted to mention that the Western York PGA Junior League had oh. its had first matches last weekend. My son's on the uh, Fox Valley slash Tantero team, uh, and uh, we played at Fox against the Lancaster team. And Big putt at the end. What, your, yeah, Jack had jack. a big putt on the ninth hole, and uh, it was really, really a cool experience. Um, John D'Addario, the pro, the, uh, the pro at Fox, and uh, Mike Zabo from Lancaster were out there, and... What a cool scene, Tim. I know you would have so appreciated this. Uh, The boys in their colored uniforms and the girls are there, and they're on the putting green, and the two, uh, Coach John and Coach Mike, as they were all referring to him there, are up in the green, and they're they're going over the rules and giving their guys and and their teams a little pep talk. And uh, the, the young boys and the young girls that got a chance to play in it, like you could just see, they were so excited. But, of course, who was more excited? The herd of parents following the groups, watching back, which, of course, included me, uh, watching... You
2: the, and your wife, the and the kids. parents, that's yeah. the coolest part about the kids, And right? our in-laws was in town, they oh. came too,
5: and they loved it, but um, it's such such a cool thing um, to, I think, get your kid really excited about golf. You move the tees up, you make it what would be, you know, for, I guess you'd say, the adult, you know, our our par-4 length, well, for them... You know, for the boys and girls that maybe hit it 100 yards or whatever, it's a chance they'll move it up so the hole's 200 yards long. So you know, you hit your your drive 100, and then hey, I got a chance to be on the green with a putt for birdie. Like yes, uh, it's just they play nine holes and they do two-man scramble, Two man scramble. So there's no pressure. If if a kid messes up a shot, no big deal. Your partner.
2: Every chance. other sport that, so you, cool. that you grow up, you, they're scaling, yeah. and, and it's nice. And we root for our kids when they play baseball, hockey, soccer. There's scaling in those sports for yeah. kids. Golf, finally, I, and I would hope, our, our wish is that every course has a scaling. So U.S. Kids has a wonderful program. We'll be putting in that that in at our, at our course. And, and if every course did something like that, that you play appropriate yardage, Um, for the course that you're about to play. There still isn't a senior women's tees in a sense. We have senior men's tees, we call them, but just an appropriate yardage. So it's great for the kids to to putt at a birdie like Jack did from how many? 50 feet or something? It it, it was a long one. It was pretty cool. It really was. (laughs) That's
5: great. Uh, more on, again, uh, maybe about that in just a few minutes here. But Ron Zambito, the membership director at Briarwood. Ron has been a uh, a regular on our show when we come here. He upstages all of us with his nice radio voice. Ron, good morning. <laughs> good morning, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming out. Yeah, no problem. Looks like the rain's slowing down. Well, we're
3: going to be fine, yeah. We'll have golfers out here probably in the next 20 minutes or so, and they'll brave the elements. They won't be afraid to go out there.
5: That's right. So uh, what's... Exciting this year here at Briarwood. We got I know some good stuff. The course has always has me excited when I walk up. Uh, Tim and I rode in together and like yeah, it's a, it's a good finishing hole there and just you know going through some of the holes in the course that we love. I I absolutely just love the uh, the the par 3 what is it? Five or six. six, six. The part with the elevation change, Tim. You know the one I'm talking about there. That 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 shorter par three, but the elevation change kind of dips down and. I mean, Many beat the pros. I had to
2: play on that hole.
3: <laughs> yeah, six is a fun hole. I mean, yeah. you can hit six there. You can hit wedge there, depending on which way the wind's blowing.
5: Yeah. What do you like about the golf course?
3: I love the par fives. Yeah. Um, they're not par four, par, par four and a half. They're par fives, and you're lucky to make par. Um, they're long would say 17 is by far the more, most reachable. Um, but if you can make five of those holes, you're getting away with a good score.
5: What I like, too, about those co- those holes, and maybe even some other of the par fours, too, is that there's risk-reward involved with the different angles and the dog legs that you want to try to cut a little more, or if you want to go back, you know, maybe a little bit more on a conservative angle. But uh, you can play it differently, yeah. which I would say is attractive uh, as a member, probably, too, is that you can probably... Change it up in terms of the style and make the whole kind of play different for you each time. Yeah, you
3: got to adapt to it. I mean, there's par fives out there, you know, throughout the community that are very reachable that you can hit seven into. Not out here. <laughs> they're like I said, they're longer. Um, the more you play them, the more you'll get a feel for them and how you should play them. But again, if you can make five or make six on even number 14, which is I think the the hardest par five that we have out here. You're getting away with a good score. Yeah,
2: I gotta agree with 14. You're not looking at that green and saying, "I can put no. for three on this hole." Absolutely
3: yeah. not. Give me a six and get me to 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: The par fives are fun, and what I like too about these fives here, which which make you do that, Tim, is it's the. This is not just the well. I'm just gonna slap it up there for my second shot. Like there's thinking involved. There's strategy involved, and where, what angle do you want to come in on? You like, got it. I think. That is – that has fun. I'm sure you love that part about a good golf hole or well-designed hole, especially a par five yeah. of where do I want to place my next job? How much should I lay up? Should I lay up? Should I go for it? Should I – you know, we say – we have been keep yeah. talking all the time is is bashing it up there as far as we can – is that the right play? Some days maybe yes, some days maybe no, and I think that's the sign of a good five. And
2: you had Kirk on, you on know, last week who's going to go play in the PGA Senior Championship, so 14 that we just talked about at Briarwood. I literally aim for the left side of the fairway on 14. I don't even want sure. to go on the right to have the chance to look at the green. I go to the left, lay up on the right, and just take my medicine. That's just a hole that you. the risk-reward is more... Of the risk, yes. let's say. So yeah. th- that's what's fun about the Par 5s here. And then you get to 17 here, and that's fun because if you do take on the corner, eh, now you have a shot, but there's still hazards and things. And that's what's yeah. fun about a good Par 5. And we saw this week, even at the Players' Championship, the Par 5s, there's more Eagles than they've ever had, but there's one. There's a wonderful charity that's going to benefit from these Eagles. Uh, but Par 5s, the true Par 5s, are the ones where you have to think from the tee, to your landing, to your layup shot they just Stauffer talked about, and he'll find that out in Ben Harbor when he plays, too. That's right.
5: 738 here on TD Green. We're live at Briarwood Country Club in Hamburg. Brian Colsey along with PGA Pro Tim Fries and Ron Zambito from Briarwood, the membership director. Ron, we've talked so much about the golf, but there's more than just golf here, and I think uh, this is one of the unique setups is that uh, you think about a country club, like, well, this is, you know, it's about dining or golf or whatever, but I know Briarwood's got bowling alleys, the pool. Uh, It's such a great complex here and a uh, a unique opportunity to make it a real family experience. Yeah, we have a lot of amenities,
3: starting with the golf course, obviously. Um, The thing that sets us apart, which is a nice little perk to our membership, is the bowling alley. Yeah, Um, that's cool. It is, yeah, and it's seasonal, so once golf season slows down, that'll kick back up um but, again, well, but
5: in in western new york people I, I mean let's state the obvious here people might be detoured to maybe want to join somewhere because sure. they think well the season's not as longer as maybe in florida yeah but to have the opportunity to take advantage of the place that you're a membership at all year round here
3: yeah and you want something to do yeah you know, the golf course is is closed for the year they're shut down um you want to be able to bring the kids out and obviously we target young families and we've been bringing in a lot of young memberships over the past few years and i bring new members you know, on a tour and taking through the complex, show them around. And the bowling, is a, bowling alley is always the biggest hit. Whether yeah. they're a golfer or looking for, you know, a pool membership, that's always
5: uh, the go-to. And I know that uh, you guys are excited. You have kind of a new social membership, but um, it might be attractive for those that think, you know what, I I, I want to be a member somewhere. I want to play more, but right now... Just life is busy for sure. whatever for whatever current spot I'm in here, but you've got maybe kind of a unique twist of how you can kind of maybe have it both ways right now. Yeah,
3: and that's something that's we're really excited for. Um, our members have been clamoring, clamoring for it for the past couple of years, and we finally got the green light to go for it this year. Um, it's set up for the casual golfer, the person that doesn't play that much um, one, two times a month, and it entails the social membership that we've already had which is the pool, the restaurant, the bowling alley, social activities, tennis, and it implements some golf that is basically just enough to satisfy that person that doesn't get out that much. Um, it's 10 visits per year, and they also get four private lessons with that. We rolled it out about a month and a half ago. Right. We've had a lot of success with it.
5: Very cool. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, Tim, we've talked about so much about um, ways for golf to adjust to busy life. That's just how everybody is right now in 2018 and um, courses and, and uh, country clubs being flexible in terms of doing these offers. I mean, that's, that's a good sign. because People still love the game. They might not have the time to play it as often as they want to, but an opportunity like this is, is another way to keep someone involved, keep someone that yeah. loves the game able to still be a part of it.
2: And that's a key. Time is such a, such a key with families now, too. Sure. And I'd be interested, Ron, here you probably, you know, as sticky notes are on the wall about projects and things that you can do and programs, have you talked about simulators? inside i mean you, you see this in our in our latest magazines to get someone to be for an hour you know a two-hour experience for a family is going to a movie or grabbing right. a bite to eat the simulator experience we see i, I mentioned top golf is that something that you would think about at briarwood or uh, you can that simulator experience different places are starting to do it and around the country it's becoming pretty cool so to get those folks to come here maybe eyeballs that aren't golf related outside sure maybe to get them in here and, and i just wondered if yeah you know, we've talked about it we've actually yeah,
3: sure. had a simulator out in the uh, the back room um it wasn't extremely advanced um but we had it out there a couple of years ago and we've been kicking around the idea of bringing it back
2: there you go
5: yeah and in some sense the bowling alley is the there uh, you go. The, the real the real there is no simulation needed sure that's it's an opportunity to do so that well um, I will say this we you know you you hear the liner for those of you that listen to the show regularly are it's you know to green brought to you and one of, brought to you by one of our, of course is our home clubs, and we say it it's it's our home club's Fox Valley Tanterra bride where we are here today and I play out of Tantara, which also uh, gives me the fortunate opportunity to play those other two courses, which includes this one here and what I like about that opportunity is that uh, over the course of the summer months when maybe i 'm getting a chance to play a little more. Uh, to have access and the ability for me at Tantara to come and play here or go to play Fox Valley. The three courses are so different in the sense that it's, um, it's a different golfing experience. Those three courses uh, I think all have some great, Pros to them, but they're different in terms of what I like about all three of them. Yeah, obviously you're going
3: to join the club that's close to you in proximity. Yeah. But if you're playing that same course two, three times a week, why not change it up? You know, once a month, twice a month, and get out and take advantage of the perk that we have in this membership. And for our members, go out and play Fox and play Tantara and vice versa for their members.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, as you said, I live in the North Towns. I live in Amherst, so Tantara is the closest one for me. But uh, getting a chance to go to Fox or play here at Briarwood is a is a great opportunity amongst those C big courses. And uh, that you'll get that no, nowhere else here in western New York. It's a great opportunity. It's a great
2: model. Yeah. It really is a great opportunity to do some traveling. Uh, that's great. And it's
5: not just for golf. I
3: mean, if a member of Tantara or Fox wants to come out here and take advantage of being able to use our restaurant and... Whether it be family or they're entertaining guests or clients, they're more than welcome to do that also. Yeah,
5: I brought my wife here for dinner, and she loves especially the view you guys have out here overlooking the, the first hole area and things like that. It's a, it's definitely a very, very cool experience. Ron Zambito with us here, the membership director. Uh, Ron, if anybody listening maybe is uh, wanting to contact you or just a little more information, maybe intrigued Excellent. about some of the things they've heard today, how can they get a hold of you?
3: Um, you can either reach me by phone. My number is 716-648-2700. My extension is 206, and my email is rzambito at com. So if somebody's been here before and they already know what the membership entails and they just want to come out and chat, or if they've never been here in the past and they want to come out and get a full-blown experience and take a tour of the whole complex, I'm more than happy to do so.
5: Awesome. Thanks, Ron. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you being here. We uh, we love coming back. This course is awesome. Love it. Ron Zambito from Briarwood joining us here on Tita Green. When we come back, we're flying through here. She's here. It's Tim, Brian, this is what I always... What's sees. going on? I know. We're having a good show. No doubt about it. When we come back, Kevin Sylvester live at the Players' Championship. We'll get an update there as we roll on here from Briarwood with PGA Pro Tim Fries. I'm Brian Colziel. More coming up right here on Tee to Green, live at Briarwood in Hamburg on WGR.
1: You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, the Western New York PGA, Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. Stay tuned. More tea to Green coming up.
5: The Western New York section PGA of America is your place to find the experts in the business and the game of golf. The section, which includes Buffalo, Rochester, and Northwest Pennsylvania, is home to 275 PGA professionals and over 100 PGA facilities that are dedicated to helping individuals of all ages get involved in the game of golf. If you're looking for a beginner clinic, a junior tournament, your next match, or if you're interested in getting involved with the PGA Reach Western New York Foundation, contact the Western New York PGA office today. To find out more about the Western New York PGA, PGA Reach Western New York Foundation and your local PGA professional, visit WNYPGA.com or join the conversation on Twitter at WNYPGA or search Western New York PGA on Facebook. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow and beyond. Are you serious about improving your golf game? Your first stop should be Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Woods to Wedges and their fitting studio is Western New York's first dedicated club fitting center. The heart of Woods to Wedges fitting studio is the TrackMan Pro Launch Monitor. Based upon Doppler radar technology, TrackMan is the most sophisticated piece of golf fitting equipment ever designed and is used by over 150 PGA Tour players. And be sure to check out Woods to Wedges with their new expanded hitting studios, fitting centers, and Sab Punt Lab Center. Their new studios can be utilized for fittings as well as lessons, too. Their expanded selection will also give you the confidence to know that you'll get the very best in club selection that'll be custom fit for your game. So if you want to improve your game, get custom fit with the same technology. That the pros use. Play the game with the clubs that are precisely fit to your swing. Call now and book your fitting at Woods to Wedges, 632 3021. Check out more online, Woods to Wedges Buffalo.com. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, custom fit for your game. Have you ever wanted to join a country club? Playing golf on a meticulously groomed course is an experience you won't be able to compare. Plus, it's more than just top-notch golf. It's also casual and fine dining, swimming and socializing. It's been called Western New York's best-kept secret. It's Lockport Town & Country Club, and right now you can come and enjoy one of the best 18-hole golf experiences while embracing one of the most unique layouts in all of Western New York. For more information or to schedule a tour, call Melissa at 433. 59-69. 5969. One round at Lockport Town and Country Club will make you a fan for life. Lockport Town and Country Club, 717 East Avenue in Lockport.
6: The new ownership group of Briarwood in Hamburg, Fox Valley in Lancaster, and Tantera in North Tonawanda is proud to present the only private club membership in Buffalo that offers member access and benefits to three privately owned clubs, all within 30 minutes of each other. The prestigious Briarwood Country Club, 15 minutes from downtown Buffalo, offers membership programs catering not only to the avid and casual golfer, but also the non-golfer looking for the private club privileges, including the nostalgic Briarwood Grill Room and Briarwood's famous 12-lane bowling alley. The Fox Valley Country Club you may have known and visited previously is a thing of the past. The new Fox Valley has a fresh new vibe and feel that has their members excited for the golf season. At Fox, they are pushing the boundaries and setting the bar for what the private membership experience should be. The team at Tantera is eager to kick off 2018. With new management, Tanterra is determined to provide their members with not only great golf, but also fun, interactive activities and events throughout the year. Contact Ron Sambito at Briarwood, Marie McConnell at Fox, or Don Schneider at Tanterra today to find out more about Buffalo's only private club triple play membership. You can now have your very own putting green at home with a solution from Custom Turf. Custom Turf will design and install synthetic putting green at your home, allowing you to fine-tune your putting stroke whenever you want. Putting greens from Custom Turf are made to fit your home indoors or out to your specifications. You want undulation? Custom Turf can do it. Want several cups? Custom Turf can do that too. And you heard right, Custom Turf can make your man cave the ultimate with an indoor putting green. To learn more, check out their great work at Custom turf.com
1: time for a check of the pga tour leaderboard brought to you by encore golf buffalo's golf ball and by donald ross the world's finest golf apparel
5: back here at briarwood in hamburg brian Colziel, pga pro tim freeze thanks for being with us here on wgr our normal pga pro jeff meet part of our normal round table is at his daughter's graduation so We say congratulations to Jeff and the Midas family, uh, which should be a celebratory weekend for them. As you heard there, time for our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. As the players this week are at the players at TPC Sawgrass, the stadium course in Florida. Webb Simpson, a five-shot lead, shot a 63 yesterday. And for more on the tournament... We go down to Florida. Kevin Sylvester, of course, always part of our TD Green coverage, is there this week working for PGA Tour Radio. Kevin, good morning.
4: Good morning, guys. How's everything there?
5: It's wonderful. We love being here at Briarwood, Kev, Before we talk about uh, Sawgrass, I know I mentioned earlier. I know you will never forget one of your reaction or one of your interactions here because you got to meet Arnold Palmer here at Briarwood. Correct?
4: You know what? I was just showing uh, my producer Alan Trexler uh, the photo of that last night at dinner. Uh, after the round, uh, we, you know, just chatting about golf, and Al Palmer came up, and, you know, a couple of my colleagues had, you know, more than one interaction uh, with the King, and so I said, well, here's my only one, and it was, oh gosh, I don't want to say 1996. Uh, I'm not I'm sure that Jackie was early on because that was super thin and better looking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it was, you know... Ah, uh, Bill Whipper, uh, give him a shout out. I, I mentioned it when Arnold passed away in a in a, a post on buffalosportspage.com. dot com. Arnold Palmer and uh, Whip read it and sent me the photo that he had all those years ago, which was super cool. You know, uh, um, you know. Thankfully, there is uh, guys like him and the photographers who save everything. And he sent yeah. me the photo, which is fantastic.
5: That is great. Excellent. Kevin, uh, I know that you've played Briarwood here before. What do you like about this golf course where we are today?
4: Well, you know, it, it's a big boy golf course, uh, I, I think. And, you know, that's why it it was able to host uh, back then, which was the Nike Tour, uh, which is now, of course, the Web.com Tour, and that's the, the path to the PGA Tour. Um, as a matter of fact, one of my colleagues I work with from time to time, Phil Tatarain, he had a chance to win there uh, many moons ago when he was uh, trying to make his way on the PGA Tour. And, and so it's got all the qualities of a championship golf course. It's demanding off the tee, um, you know, uh, the elevated greens. Um, you know, you have to carry the distance. you got to know your numbers in that golf course uh, to play up to the surfaces, in my opinion. So um I like that. I like what they've done with 17, with, which I think is a great par five. Uh, but with the fescue, the, the grass that's grown in between, it's really taken away that, uh, hey, let's try to, you know, cut the corner. It's a super – Risk now, in my opinion, because of
5: it. Yeah. Kevin Sylvester, of course, part of TD Green normally and uh, is at the Players' Championship in Florida. PGA Pro Tim Fries, Brian Colesiel here at Briarwood in Hamburg, where we are broadcasting live. All right, so Webb Simpson, a five-shot lead, shot a 63 yesterday. But, Kevin, the, the major story coming into the first two days of golf was the grouping of Tiger, Phil, and Ricky Fowler. And, unfortunately, two of those three did not make it through to the weekend. Tiger was able to just get through and make the cut. Uh, what did uh, I, I guess the uh, the media s- scuttle talk about with that group this week? Well, uh, most of it was about Phil's shirt.
4: Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, know, I, you know, it was just uh, just different uh, what he's doing there, and you know, I get what he's trying to do. Uh, but let's talk about the golf. You, you have to drive the golf ball well here, and uh, they didn't. And the speed of the greens, you have to have those down. You know, uh, to me, Fowler is more surprising uh than phil because you know even after i was listening to our coverage last week on pga tour radio which by the way you don't have to have Sirius xm to listen to it folks if you got the pga tour app there's a set of headphones icon on that and you can listen for free uh pga tour app or PGATour.com. but after the round last week in charlotte where phil you know had a top five he mentioned he's concerned about his energy coming into this week and that's what he talked about after the round he just didn't didn't have the energy, uh, to go out there. It was a warm day yesterday, uh, on the golf course, uh, with 89 degrees. And, uh, uh, believe me, I walked it all afternoon with Dustin Johnson's group and, uh, it was, it was challenging, uh, out there, uh, for everybody following, following around there. So I can understand the energy part, uh, for Phil Mickelson and, you know, for Tiger Woods, you know, the, the guy's a competitor, you know, but to me, the, one of the most incredible streaks for Tiger Woods was the cut streak. You know how he wasn't missing cuts; it was, uh, you know, the three digits. So that's just incredible uh, to be able to do that week in and week out because it's so easy when things aren't going your way to say, "Ah." And you see a little bit of that in Jordan Spieth, by the way, who also, uh, you know, fought uh, to make the cut. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if Tiger goes out here shortly, actually, uh, the tee off and what he'll be able to shoot because he's probably thinking, hey, "If I shoot 61, then maybe I'm back in it."
3: <laughs>
2: What, you know, Kev, listening to you and listening to the call on the way home, I was planning on, on mowing my lawn, but what was happening on the golf course with Webb Simpson, I had to go in and turn on the TV, grab a snack, and I was I was kind of glued to it, rooting for form. And it sounds like in post-round interviews um, some of the players were actually rooting for form too. I heard comments by Spieth. And what was it like on the golf course with Dustin Johnson's group when they found out kind of what was going on and what he was shooting, and then here it is, it almost became a 59 watch, right?
4: Yes, uh, yeah, it was a 59 watch. He was two groups ahead of me, Simpson. And uh, in between them was the uh, the three Englishmen. That um, I kept telling them to hurry up. But anyway, <laughs> I won't you
2: were not wearing them. a long sleeve shirt, were you, Kevin? Uh,
4: no, you know. Some, honestly, sometimes I'll wear those those sun sleeves out there, and I recommend everybody get a pair, especially if you're on the course a lot. You know, to keep uh, you know, the sun off, and it actually keeps you a little bit cooler. Um, but anyhow, uh, yeah, there were Simpson was a couple of groups ahead, and they could hear the roars. Right, and you know it's a stadium golf course, and especially when you you, you get what he did on 15, huge roar, uh, that was remarkable. And you know it's unfortunate what happened on six, 17 to him. Um, to just you know he carries that another foot. Foot. It's in the bunker, right? And you know he, he hits the wood there, but that's uh, part of the beauty, the trepidation of that hole. It's still a remarkable round of golf to shoot nine under par and tie the course record. Uh, at the stadium course is incredible and really when you think about webb has been playing well but it's because of the change in putting grip remember he was a long putter
5: that's right he putter. had the long putter yeah
4: yeah he anchored putter so he's gone to that uh, paintbrush grip uh, which you know it's it's an adjustment for sure i've been toying with it uh here and there and it's not easy to get used to but there are merits to it to keep in that club face square that's where you see more and more players uh try that and go to that. And he's also got himself an incredible shape. I mean, he is uh he and Bubba Watson are super thin, so whatever they've been doing, uh <laughs> it's it's worked for both of them, at least in the waist size category and probably the energy category, typical Webb
5: Simpson. Yeah. Kevin Sylvester live at the Players' Championship. Brian Colesio, PJ Pro, Tim Fries here. with are broadcasting live at Briarwood in Hamburg. Uh, Kev, we got about a minute left here before we let you go. Uh, regardless of who ends up being near the top of the leaderboard, we know the star will always be the Island Green, the 17th hole. People will be tuning in no matter who's winning uh, to just see those finishing stretch of holes, but especially the 17th, the signature hole there. Um, being there and walking it now i know this is the even the second time you've gotten to cover this event uh for pga tour radio just describe to everybody what it's like to be on that area on that tee uh at 17
4: uh you know what it is it, it, you're just saying that brian and i'm getting chills actually like uh, I, i'm i feel like the luckiest guy in the world uh to stand there at the drop zone and call golf shots into 17 when my group comes through and you know you walk the little path behind 16 to the 17th tee box, I always stop and look and say, well, it doesn't look like that hard of a shot. But then, you, you, then I look around at all the fans on the hill, the scoreboard back there, and then you think, well, you know what? That actually is a pretty hard shot because you've got to you, – you only have about uh, you know 20 yards of width uh, in there if you want to take the bunker out of play. Uh, and it's just a special place. It really is, and it's so cool uh, to see that. And so many things can happen on the whole, and that's the beauty of it.
5: Kev, thanks so much. Enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll be listening to you on PGA Tour Radio for the coverage. Appreciate you joining us here. We'll uh, we'll see you next week at Craigburn.
4: All right, one to seven, and uh, yeah, let's get to tea time next week, okay, brother?
5: Yes, I'll set there that you go, up. Kev. Thanks, Kev. Enjoy the golf. <laughs> Have yeah. a good weekend. You too. All right, Kevin Sylvester, part of Tea Green, of course, as always. This week on the road at the Players Championship, and uh, you can listen to him on the course we were listening to him yesterday he's following dustin johnson right on the course so a great insight there Uh, from our pga pros whether it's jeff Midas or tim freeze or all the pros that uh, we are of course across western new york today uh getting some great insight from kathy o'connell we appreciate her kathy o'connor coming on Uh, we appreciate her doing that ron zambito as well and everybody here at briwood for their warm welcome uh, again, before we uh, let everybody go, we want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Thanks for being with us. Uh, if you missed any portion of Tea to Green, we'll have it up on our on-demand audio section in just a little bit uh, at WGR550.com. I'll also tweet it out as well at Brian WGR. Next week, we'll be at Craigburn in East Aurora. Tim Freeze, thanks for uh, filling Mr. Midas' shoes this week.
2: I couldn't quite do that. He's got bigger feet than me, but thanks a lot for having me on once again.
5: And uh, go and see Tim at Glen Oak in Amherst and say hello to him.
2: We're having some fun over there. Thank
5: you. Glad uh, you're off to a good start there. We appreciate it. Again, thanks to everybody here at Briarwood in Hamburg uh, for Kathy O'Connor. Is it Ron Zambito and the rest of the great crew here at Briarwood? Kevin Sylvester down at the Players. Tim Fries with us here as well. Derek Kramer, our producer back in our Amherst studios. I'm Brian Colziel. T.D. Green, every Saturday, 7 to 8 right here on WGR. We'll talk to you next Saturday from Craigburn in East Aurora. Have a great weekend, everyone. Make
2: some birdies.